0: in this most wonderful of seasons of wonder. We continue in the same readings of the first letter of John. We receive instruction about walking in righteousness, which is our goal in order to achieve sainthood. We talked about this yesterday as well. The son of God was revealed, says the letter, to destroy the works of the devil. We live in a world that tells us the devil is not real. The devil is fictional. The devil is a mythical or medieval story. And in our time of progress, we make up in many circles that the devil is not real. But the word of God tells us that the devil is real and that the son of God was revealed to destroy his works we see the distinction friends of those that are looking to live a life in accordance to god's will and god's ways the children of god and those that rebel against those ways and choose to act against righteousness and they are the children of the devil friends the word of god tells us that this is made plain if we look around us in the world today we clearly seen we we clearly see those that are looking for a way every day to align with God's ways because they know they're children of God. We also know those that do the opposite and are doing works of evil. And then there's a good place of lukewarmness in between those two of people that haven't heard the Lord. They don't know about him or his ways. And that is where the gospel of today from the first chapter of John is very helpful for us as we set our own mission. John is standing with two of his disciples and he sees his cousin Jesus walk by and he points to him, behold the Lamb of God. And what happens immediately is that upon hearing this, they follow Jesus. Friends, you and I have the same mission as we see John the Baptist have. We are to point to those around us, especially those that are lukewarm, that the Lord is the Lamb of God, that their life will have meaning and joy and purpose and fruitfulness if they accept Jesus as their Lord, as the Lamb of God in their lives. Imagine the quickness of heart that you are following a preacher, John the Baptist, and he points to someone else, and they go in that direction. Friends, that is how we plant seeds on those around us in our workplaces, in our study halls, in our government places and institutions. We can, through our actions and through our words, clearly, Tell people that Jesus is the Lamb of God. So they follow and enter into a conversation with the Lord. And the Lord is asking them and ask today, what are you looking for? Friend, what are you looking for today and this year? Today, are you looking for that righteousness and that joyfulness and that fruitfulness that comes from being a child of God? They call him rabbi. They immediately know out of their respect for John the Baptist that this is a rabbi. I wonder if at that point they've even heard anything of him because he's lived his silent life, but they are doing it on the trusting of their their master, John the Baptist. Friends, out of the trust that somebody may have in you as a friend, as a co-worker, as a family member... They may trust you. They may trust that when you say, behold, the Lamb of God, you are inviting them into the most wonderful of adventures of someone's life. And what happens is that these two disciples, which includes Andrew, become curious. They ask the Lord, where are you staying in response to what are you looking for? They don't answer directly, but we can see in their questions they want to know more. And the Lord said to them and says to you and me, friend, come and you will see. Get into action. The Lord is telling us to come, not to just sit and imagine that by inaction we are going to make something happen. The Lord is saying, come and see so that we can participate. He wants us to be participatory individuals, members of his body of Christ. He wants us to be the hands, the feet, the eye, the mouth of the body of Christ. To those in that environment, in that lukewarm place where they're confused, where they don't know, where they haven't heard, they haven't seen, and the Lord wants to come so that we can see friends. And that invitation is the invitation that we offer to others. And what does the Lord do? He takes them into the circle of intimacy. They went and saw where he was staying. If you've watched The Chosen, you see these tents that historians that have participated in creating that wonderful series about the apostles following Christ. They have come up with these uh environmental, contextual, historically correct settings so that we can imagine where this place might be in a tent out in the outskirts of a city. And the gospel tells us that they stayed with them that day. In a very unique way, the gospel also tells us that it was about four in the afternoon. We know that at the third hour, at the sixth hour, at the ninth hour, there's all these watches that we hear about in the reading. And they're coming here at four at the end of the day, and they're going to stay into the night, have a meal with the Lord, probably. They're, you know, sleeping in the same uh, area outdoors. They are going out into the wild. The Lord meets us, friends, in the outskirts of our life, in the places where we have to come and see, where we have to come out of our routines and our numbness that sometimes we get into doing the same thing without thoughtfulness. And the Lord wants us to see Andrew, then friends, who is Peter's brother, goes to look for his brother. Friends, that is what we do when we have found a treasure, when we have found something that we love. We also go and tell our family members. We go and tell them and sometimes they're going to hear us and sometimes they're not. But Andrew listens with a heart on fire and tells his brother, we have found the Messiah, the Christ, and brings him to Jesus. And upon looking at him, the Lord says, you are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is Peter. Friends, the Lord will transform transform us when we come and see. He will rename us as it happens in our confirmation. Friends, we are made new by our encounter with the Lord, but we have to come and see. And we have to take the Lord's question, what are we looking for to heart? What is at the center of your life? What is the priority of your life? Is it safety, whether it's monetary safety or being in the right place societally? You want to make sure that you have fame or fortune, where is our heart? What are we looking for? The question that the apostles ask, where are you staying, is an indication that we can come to the Lord with uncertainty, not knowing everything, questioning, Lord, I don't know. I'm not sure how to take that first step. I know that these are things that would be important for my family, for my personal health, where is my spiritual life how am i putting you in the center we can come with those questions and the lord is going to invite us into that circle of intimacy so what is the response again of our heart invited to that circle we are back on psalm 98 All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. He has done wondrous deeds. He has won victory with his holy arm. The sea is filled with the joy of the Lord. And we sing, we clap our our hands and shout with the mountains that the Lord has come to rule the earth and to rule it with justice and the people with equity. So, friends, let us go to the throne. Oh, Father Almighty, thank you for a new day. We offer you everything that we have, our prayers, our supplications, our work, our emotions, our thoughts, our actions. We ask that you bless them, Father, that you sanctify us, Father, with your presence today. That as we begin or end the day, as we're listening together to these words, that we feel your presence and we put everything, we lay everything at the foot of the cross. The things that worry us, the things that burden us, the things that confuse us, the things that we have no clue how we're gonna get into or out of. Father, we offer you each one of them so that with your presence, we will be strengthened so that we will know we are children of God, called to a higher realm. We behave in ways that are different from the world because we are your children. We ask in the name of Jesus that you remain with us and that we are going to walk with you to come and see. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for this season of wonder. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this Inner Room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.